And we're back on the KYMN Morning Show. Joining us uh, now in our studios, Northfield High School's uh, Activities and Athletic Director, Joel Olson. Good morning, Good morning. Joel. Good morning. Thank you so much for coming in, and not even on a Saturday. <laughs> We have some things that uh, we want to want to talk to you about, uh, kind of away from, I guess, the individual sports, but uh, some more some bigger things. First of all, it's the postseason today, and beginning today for well, we got skiing today. Tomorrow we've got uh, hockey. Mm-hmm. KYMN this year has been uh, video streaming some events. We've been kind of experimenting with that and getting it down. We want to thank. You and everyone at the high school for bearing with us and being very helpful. It's been uh, it's been a great uh, relationship with. Uh, you know, we have a, a, a static camera up in the uh, rafters of the high school that we broadcast um, the games, and we're able to figure out getting you guys plugged in from a radio broadcast. And uh, so it looks and feels like kind of a real live game from that standpoint. And then uh, coming in with now uh, having your own cameras and uh, being able to do some of these games uh, has just added to the experience, I think, for those folks that can't make it. and. And it's a, a free service that way, so the the fans can watch it and and enjoy those games. Yeah, that is uh, kind of our one of our objectives is to you know take out the paywall and uh, uh, let people just enjoy it. Uh, you know, it's kind of a with well, the history of what we've done with radio, uh, but the video thing is kind of a new thing, and we're learning a lot of stuff. And it's not just us, but the schools. Other companies, the state high school league, everybody's trying to figure out how this is going to work. You know, the the high school league does sell the video rights to television to some certain sports that are televised, and uh, they probably make the majority of their income through those mm-hmm. television Correct. Correct. Uh So what's going to happen now that everybody's got a, a video <laughs> camera? Uh, boy, I'm sure that's a topic that's been discussed and will be discussed. Yeah, we. Uh, um, it seems like that's always on the agenda for meetings, um, whether it's at a section level or a high school league level. And uh, it's it's kind of the, the horses are out of the barn and now trying to kind of uh, regulate that, so to speak. And uh, each community um, has a different uh, version of what streaming looks like. Some have schools that do it with a video production club. Um, others have parents that do it. Uh, we, we do that with uh, some, of, some of our swimming meets and things like that. And, and, uh, uh, and then local radio or, or uh, broadcast companies do it for communities. And so there's different... You know, there's different ways to uh, grab uh, revenue from that, and that's where the high school league kind of jumps in and says, you know, whatever you do during the regular season is up to you. Uh, however, when it gets to section time, uh, those games are high school league events. So we might host that girls' hockey game tomorrow night, but it's not really our Northfield game. It's a section event. So the section takes over decision-making on that. So they will be the ones to, if if we want to stream – uh, a live game like that, um, there's a cost to it that normally wouldn't be incurred by the local businesses that do it during the regular season. And it's, uh, for us in a small town, it's a large cost. Mm-hmm. It seems like that uh, the, the structure was uh, probably intended uh, for maybe some of the larger uh, companies that do a lot of video streaming in the metro area yeah. and get some large sponsors. But for a small town, just covering one team, a little out of our reach. But uh, radio is still free, so mm-hmm. we will be following the Raider teams throughout the playoffs, but they will be on uh, radio only. Yeah. So, And we'll figure that out hopefully next year. Right. We'll, We'll right, be able yeah. to work on something because I know everybody's working on it. And you get used thing. to it, you know, so <laughs> yeah. it's, it's like, what do you mean yeah. no, no TV? Sure. <laughs> let's, let's talk about 
some things going on within the athletic department. Uh, you, like so many places around uh, businesses and such, uh, employees, hard to find employees. Mm-hmm. And I know that you have had a difficult p- f- time finding some, some coaches at, you know, not just varsity level, but all the way down mm-hmm. some of the youth programs. How's that going? Yeah, it's it's been a struggle um, since last year, uh, even that we've had uh, different openings come up. And even our uh, applicants have been minimal in some of those areas. And, you know, to get three or four applicants has been tough. And, uh, you know, so then we, we struggle with, you know, decisions of, of what is that going to look like if we can't find coaches. And, and it used to be where teachers uh, oftentimes were your coaches and, and they could just start right after school and, and it worked out for them. And more and more um, teachers are moving away from it. So we're, we're depending on our community members to come in and coach. And, you know, I can see where that's tough for, for some with regular jobs that, you know, they can't get out at 3.30 or 3 o'clock to come and coach. And um, and then uh, those that do, um, you know, may not be there for, for long periods of time. And so coaches like, you know, Bubba Sullivan, who did it for 32 years, those coaches are, are no longer the norm. And, uh, you know, if, if you can get someone for five years, I think you're, you're lucky. And so... Um, you know, with, with school and education-based athletics, you know, our purpose is to provide experiences for kids that, that not only teach them a sport and help them to be better in that sport, but also help them with um, life skills and becoming, you know, uh, community members that are, are uh, uh, people that we can count on once they graduate and, and do well in life. And so, um, so we are, we're looking for people that, you know, may have played a sport, um, have, have an interest in a sport. And if it's something that uh, they think they want to try, uh, we'd love you to give us a call and uh, just see what, what we have av- available for you. Uh, Joel Olson, once again, is our guest from uh, Northfield High School. We're, we're talking activities and sports. You'd mentioned, you know, what are some of these sports going to look like if you can't get answers to the coaching, uh, mm-hmm. solutions to the coaching problems, lack of coaching. Uh, you know, we're, we're heading into, or we're getting done with uh, the winter sports. We're heading into the spring. Uh, do you foresee anything uh, changing much? I mean, are, are you going to have to drop some programs or not offer some? Uh, uh, I, th- that, is, that is the worst case scenario, having to drop levels. Uh, we, we are um, still looking for um, some assistant softball coaches and assistant lacrosse coaches. And, yeah, the, the, the last resort would be to if if you couldn't find enough coaches for those levels that maybe you can't offer those levels and um in the past that's that's been a case when there's not enough kids to play uh but in both of those programs girls and boys lacrosse and softball we have plenty of kids that want to play and you want to offer those opportunities so um so the uh the, again that's the last last resort is to not offer a level um because we couldn't have coaches so have you uh, discussed this uh, with uh, other athletic directors, ADs around the uh, state? I would imagine it's kind of a co- probably a topic of conversation yeah, amongst you. It, it is, and um, you know it, it varies uh, depending on the community and the community, uh, you know, traditions and things like that. That um, you know it, you know, from a metro schools, you, you would think that there's plenty of people out there, but they're going through the same pains as as smaller schools and smaller districts that. Uh, people are just, I don't know if they're um, so much t- 
taking care of their own selves, their own mental health, their own lives that way that they just can't find that time to, um, to coach. Um, but, uh, it is, it is not unique to us. And, uh, um, but I think, you know, in my experience so far here with in the four years that I've been here, we do have a lot of support in our youth programs, uh, people that are willing to step up. And so I'm, I'm just confident that we'll, will have that happen with us. All right. Uh, as far as identifying that, is it, you know, do you think it's more COVID related? I'm sure that does have some input, but you also mentioned that, you know, some of the coaches don't, uh, teachers don't coach and the coaches don't stay, uh, you know, a lot round as long. It looks like kind of a perfect storm mm-hmm. at this point. Yeah. It's, it, it's affected us. I think COVID's affected us in not only in coaching, but officiating, um, game workers, uh, we just don't have uh, the people that have normally uh, come and done those games for us, especially at the lower levels. And uh, we've had to tap into some of our, I, I'll call them the super retired people, uh, that have that used to do some of our game worker things um, that have come back uh, to help us out uh, because we can't find people to work. So, you know, it, it's anywhere from ticket takers to scoreboard operators to um, lower level basketball officials, things like that, that... Um, yeah, I, I think there's, there's an element of the COVID, um, in, involved in that. Uh, but, um, yeah, it's, and it's, and it's people my age and younger that are not getting into coaching or not getting into officiating. They just, I, I don't know if it's a generational thing that we just don't want to give back. Um, mm. so, uh, boy, that's, you, you know, you mentioned all, not just coaches, but it's the whole support uh, system for, for games, everywhere from ticket takers to gatekeepers and people working the, you know, food stands and everything. And folks, that's uh, that's a pretty good part-time job. You'll find it interesting. I'll give you guys a plug there. Even if you're just hanging out, talking to people and selling the tickets and such, yep. uh, it can be a very rewarding job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's fun. Um, you get to you get to meet people. Um, it's it's fun to kind of stand around at the ticket area or the concession area, and you see the ticket people that haven't seen neighbors and friends uh, for a long time, and they start reminiscing and. And that's fun to see that interaction. It, it does back up the ticket line a little bit, but that's okay, you know, because we get our community together. And I think that's what high school sports do. They bring our community together. Absolutely builds community. No doubt about it. Joel Olson uh, from uh, Northfield High School Athletic Department is with us. Uh, what, anything, any other issues or any other things that you'd like to bring to light while we have you on here? Uh, no. Uh, I mean, just uh, we're we're winding down the, the winter season here. The girls... Um, hockey starts tomorrow with their playoffs alpine and nordic today uh we got rock and roll revival coming up this spring in march um you know that's always a big community event so huge community yeah event. so tickets tickets will be going on sale to the public here pretty soon have you uh have you caught the rehearsals yet Is uh, it a good show I, I've, I've stopped in at the high school um they 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 start at the high school and then they transition over to the middle school uh right before spring break so right at the beginning of march and uh um it's it's kids that are talented that you had no idea that 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 was available in our school and i think if you go uh it will be an experience and uh and just to see the the talent that this community uh, produces with our kids yeah so. and, and ray ray Kudre does a great oh, job with yeah. that yep uh, yep all right Anything else? I didn't mean to cut you no, off there. No, no, no. Um, no, I just uh, appreciate you guys and your support. It's been such a great relationship. And, and again, moving into this new era of uh, streaming, um, as we go through our growing pains, we just ask for patience and, and some of the things that we have to deal with from a local level to a state level and, um, and just uh, 
we'll keep going. Uh, one last plug is for when you do come to events, uh, please uh, wear your masks. Uh, we're trying to keep these games going, and um, you know if we if we can't do that, uh, we'd hate to go back to where we have no fans or we can't have teams continue on. So if you come to games, uh, cheer us on and, and put a mask on. All right. Thank you. Joel, thanks for coming in. Joel Olson, Activities and Athletics Director at Northfield High School. You're listening to 95.1 FM and AM 1080 KYMN Northfield. Rich is in them two minutes with local news. Here's MNN.